0: Alright, it's uh, another Tuesday morning By the time this is dropping Last few days of school Moms and dads, you excited? Oh boy Students, are you fired up? Do we have a lot of students who listen? Little let's, brims? Let's pretend Why not? It's
1: go time Yeah man, we um, we're feeling it It's hot I was always so excited for school to end in the summer, and then it would be like 95 degrees. would be like, you know I'm just going to stay inside anyway. I'll just, I'll just watch Wimbledon or whatever's on. Dude, the schools, when they are hot, are unbearable. Yeah.
0: It's very hard to focus. Absolutely. The attempts to educate
1: or be educated are futile. I believe it. Against the heat. The elements. Everyone's tired. That's it. That's me right now, man. It's been a long weekend. We're, we're here on Sunday night recording. I always pictured summer school like in the
0: eighties when I was going to school. Like then, the kids that struggled, maybe that had to go back, <laughs> had to go in that those
1: elements. Oh yeah, there's no AC. Wait, you never did summer school. I never had to do summer Ew, school. Of course you didn't. Well, Jim, I, I did my shit, man. I did my homework. <laughs> I don't think I had to. do, I think we would take classes. Like there was a computers class that I took. I think maybe, maybe third fourth grade. I don't,
0: have, I don't have many regrets in life, but it, one is not taking the summer school that was mandatory in my home. I was able to get out of it because I was the youngest. <laughs>
1: did, the, did your and parents I, do
0: summer school? I was charming.
1: <laughs> did for they do the, summer uh, school for your sisters?
0: Yeah, they had to take, they took typing. Oh, God. And I got out of it. That might have been a, uh, maybe that's a gender. Is that a gender thing we that can revisit?
1: Um, to, <laughs> I'm not going to be a secretary. <laughs> what am I going to learn how to type? Dude, me and my friends spent an entire summer, like, we were like, we're going to learn about computers, it's going to be so cool, because they're the next big thing, but all we were doing was, like, learning how to code nothing, you know, like, it was it, it was the worst You were coding weeks. at that age? It was kind of like, you just, you were figuring out a dot matrix printer, you had to, like, make your own, you had to, like, make your own screens, so I guess it was kind of, like, very early, co- I mean, we were terrible at it, it was like, this sucks, we want to play video games, so I thought this was, the, I thought that was the whole thing here. They teach you how to line up the line
0: up the paper they dots, did. the dots. to put them on the. You got remember it. Remember snapping those in?
1: Oh my god, I, that felt like an accomplishment. It really did. Like and and it was only asterisks. Like everything was an asterisk. Oh yeah, and like, the, and like the like the, the outlines of stuff. Everything was
0: just ah. I remember my buddy in college. My roommate had a printer like that. First of all, just having a printer was like big deal, a big thing, right? Big deal. Like you know, so and so's got a printer, mm-hmm. but they're sleeping. I mean, I know they got a. Have my eight o'clock class. you might be able to print it in the morning. Like had yeah, to like have a whole strategy. Get ready? <laughs> well, you'd be like, my buddy would print his stuff out. You know, always procrastinating. Mm-hmm. Get the paper done in the middle of the night. I would do that too. Yeah, but I wouldn't print it. He he would print it when he was done, and it would always wake me up. The, the loudest printers in the world then. Sure.
1: Just kicking in the <laughs> gear. Yeah. <laughs> it was the worst noise, man. Please don't do that again. I'm so sorry. It was very bad. Is that very loud? My apologies.
0: And you just hear it going back and forth. Oh, my nyeh, God. Nyeh, like, top of the sentence, bottom of the <laughs> sentence, top part of the letters, and back to finish of the bottom. The and
1: back and forth. I'm still working. <laughs> this isn't finished yet. Ten years from now, <laughs> it will be better, and you'll still be paying for this. I still spend too much time with printers not working. Is that an issue in your life still? Uh, yeah, we have printer issues. Like, I will just, I will print something and nothing will happen. And then sometimes about an hour later, like four pages will print out out of nowhere. Oh, like, yeah. oh, hey, did you mean to do this last week? Like, it's me. It's the me of, of machines. It's like, oh, I've been meaning to get this to you. So sorry. Here's everything I've owed you for a while. As good as the printers
0: are now, right? Because they are probably better. Faster, quieter. You can't put as much paper in them, I don't think. You used to put like a whole ream in there. Yeah, you did. Just a whole sheet or a whole package, right? Yeah. Now it's like you got to feed
1: them like a a bird. You do. You put a couple pieces in there at a time. And there's like seven layers you have to open whenever something goes wrong now. Do you have a, do you have like an all-in-one printer? Yeah, we have the one that you can, you know, copy and scan. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a transformer. You have to like open it in five yeah. different places to figure out where the ink cartridges are versus the copy and then when there's a paper jam, good luck. The cartridges are not cheap. No. And they don't last long. They don't. They are they are one thousand dollars a piece and they print three pieces of paper. Or you can like buy like bootleg ones and they are no money at all. Yeah, It is very, there, there's not a lot of middle ground there. It's very, you, you got to you gotta invest in it. I know people like make their own ink and shit. That would, that's too much for me. Yeah. And like fill their cartridges. They don't make the ink. Do they have color printers? They do. See, the, have those really ever taken off? Color printers? Yeah. For the, not for the home office. That's a good question. Right? I don't think they really ever did. Like Cause back you gotta, in the day when people were like printing photos, right? Remember, did you ever have like a photo printer at home?
0: Mm, not really maybe no? sarah
1: had one borrowed it maybe from
0: her sister i've seen it done um and the quality is decent
1: yeah but it's not the same no we had a little run where it was like we're gonna make all of our greeting cards no what i give them out two days late when i just Wait, have to buy we? them who had a little like run? uh laurie and i at <laughs> one point in the mid aughts you were making like, your own cards. Yeah, we had like a print. She's like, "We'll just make our cards. It'll save us three bucks." I'm like, "I'm late to give these out, and when I just have to go to the store and pick them up." Just picture you and Steve <laughs> and her at the uh, with the red turtlenecks on. <laughs> got to go to a birthday party. You're like, "Hang on, I gotta, I gotta lay out a template." Gather around the coin jars. <laughs> I got sending some a photo shopping. It's unbelievable. Yeah, man.
0: Um, it's hot. It's a bit of a heat wave. Heat wave going through the nation. Right now. and it is. You've been beating the heat? Uh, trying to cool off. We, we, uh, we did join a pool. I've not been going, going much. I uh-huh. did go today. It was the first time I went. Oh, was it really? Yeah. So the kids are loving it, and it's needed. It's
1: necessary. And hopefully it's going to uh, pay off. Tell me about it. So three kids, obviously. Uh, this is a big deal for the summertime. Like, this should be a place where you guys can, like, yeah, just let's be here for several hours at a clip. Wear yourselves out, right? Exactly. That's like is that the, whole the move? Game plan. Yeah. Like get it all out of the system now. Stay here as long as we can and then go home and We're go veterans to sleep.
0: now. We've done it for a few years. This is a new place, but we've done the pool routine. You just go there, spread
1: out for the day. Yeah. And just kill some time. Do you get in a lot? I go in. Yeah, I go in. What's the situation now for Adult Swim? Is it still quarter till the hour? They kick all the kiddos out, and the adults get fifteen minutes to <laughs> yeah, they do swim that. in the kiddie pee and then go back.
0: <laughs> I don't know if they're doing that. I didn't notice that t- today, but they do. They we're doing that though. The old pool. I, I love the, that. All uh, the whistle and all the kids set to jump
1: out. I love that. Imagine being adult. Like <laughs> you get that, you hear that whistle, and you are like, finally, I can get into the water. You know, fifteen minutes, and then you got to. You can't get it right away.
0: First, you have to find money for your kids <laughs> and give it to them and, you know, send them over to the concession stand because you know, they get out of the pool and then they're just like, do we have money?
1: That's always the move. Go buy a ton of crap. And then you can't go back. We were, my mom was a stickler for the 30 minutes. Like after, after you, oh, uh, you, can't eat. you the cramp after you eat, you know? And I was like, it was hot fries. It was handicaps. I got them out of a vending machine. <laughs> I can, I'll be okay. You know? I love it's always like you can't go in the water for 30 minutes
0: after. It's like maybe if I was doing laps right. or like that medley, you
1: know? I'm just going to be standing on the stairs. Parenting has gotten much better because it was just like one rule for each event you did, wasn't there? Everything had like it's, you know, don't go in the water after you eat. Don't hit your friend with the baseball bat. Like there was one thing per sport. Now I think we're much, much more in tune to it. There were solid rules. There were absolutes. There yeah. were rules. That's exactly what it, there was. There were absolutes, definitely. There, there
0: were levels of, um, you know, yeah, authority.
1: And did you ever see a cramp take somebody out at a pool?
0: No, I no. don't think I've ever seen anyone go down with the. He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, just...
1: that mounds it got me. It's kicking in. Have you ever been there when a life I'm never guard... more than five feet from a wall. <laughs> Have you ever been to a pool when a lifeguard had to get in and and save someone? No, I've never seen that. Have you? I haven't either. No. No. I did. I swam, though. You might not know this about me. I was on the swim and dive team as a young lad, and uh, I had trouble with one thing, and that was the forward dive, which, as a diver, not a good thing to struggle (laughs) with. Isn't that how you get on the team? Uh, Not when you're seven. They just really kind of put you on it, you know? Not when you're a young lad? Yeah, they really (laughs) just... And the, I love it. it. Was like you refer to yourself as a young lad. <laughs> and every swim meet, we were just against another town that was also called the Dolphins because there are very few mascots available for a, an aquatics program, you know. And everyone just picked the Dolphins. It's like, no, we're the you're the, oh my god, because we're mammals too, right? That's it. They they're underwater. It's just like us, dude. I didn't know that about you, dude. You to wear like a bathing cap and. Uh, goggles more than a cap when you're, when you're that young, uh, and a little speedo and definitely little Jimmy had as uh, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't on the team long. I, uh, it wasn't very good. So I think it was just one year after the front dive.
0: Yeah. After that the failure, fiasco.
1: yeah. After every meet, just <laughs> body flopping and just, just <laughs> you're you're what's the put word I'm looking you, we're for put you on the belly flop team. That's it. Thank you're you. on the cannonball squad. It's pretty great. It was like the halftime show. when Like it's when now the kids who don't know how to dive. That's what we were. We were the San Diego chicken of the local dive meet. Dude, the San
0: Diego chicken. We didn't, I don't know if we talked about it when he came out for uh, Joe West.
1: God, what a great moment.
0: And, um, this is Joe West, broke the the record for most games umpired. Mm-hmm. And the San Diego Chicken, kind of legendary, would show up all the time, like throughout the 80s, 90s, 70s probably, going back. Sure. Right? Um, he came out and, what, delivered flowers? Yes. They didn't have Morgana. Morgana was not there.
1: The Morgana was not there.
0: But the San Diego, the Chicken, San was. Diego
1: Chicken was there.
0: So I saw it covered, and they said on the report, like, and then the San Diego chicken, per Joe West's request, came out and visited him on the field. It's like, what? He picked his mascot? He planned his own party? <laughs> the best part that I love about it is this is how much of a total dick Joe West must be. That someone like leaked that.
1: That's awesome.
0: Like, oh, and then uh, the San Diego chicken's going
1: to come out. <laughs> oh, oh, that's great. Oh, that's cool. Who thought of that? Psh, Joe. He told us. No that's what he is- wanted. I bet no one else even knew that he was breaking a record that day. He just walked in. <laughs> All right, everybody, here's the agenda for Tuesday. He walked in with, with the chicken. <laughs> this is Sandy. What would the San Diego chicken's name be? Do most mascots have like a gave name? Him, gave them flowers. Hand, come out in the third inning and give these to me. <laughs> what i I know we talked about this before but what an experience watching him get booed they're like showing his family on the big screen and people are just like you suck love it it was great i went i did go today again to the game and uh, i think i found uh, a new unofficial dude you've been to more socks games than Luis robert (laughs) that's a good bit how many games have you been to i've been to five this season Are you still loving it? I do. It's just the most fun thing to do. I was coming back from Indiana. It was a one o'clock game. It was perfect before we did this. But I found a new uh, savior. It's a a website that, you know how they have websites, they'll tell you like the best seats on an airplane. You know what I'm talking about? Like you can go and it'll be like, you're on a 747. You'll get the most leg room here. Right. There is a website that will tell you where the shade is for major stadiums, for outdoor stadiums.
0: Oh, perfect! This is great for this you. This is
1: unbelievable for the Irish and all of us. Where exactly. like have got. It's great for uh, yes, I, I was just more saying because we talked about the, the sun, bald spot on the head. Sun, Thanks for sun, bringing <laughs> that up. Thank you for pointing that out. Yep, yeah. uh-huh. that's good. Thanks for pointing that out. Uh, but it's awesome, and and so you know right where like it'll show you like the time of day and where the sun is, so where to sit to make sure it's ninety degrees. It's like there's a huge difference. So we sat on the first baseline, kind of right under the three hundred level. Perfect. Nice. Cheap seats, good stuff. Highly recommended for, I think there's a few Irish listeners to the podcast, I would imagine. So th- where is it at? It's Three- uh, shaded, wait, where's what at? What section is it? Oh, one, uh, 117 we were today. First baseline during the middle of the day. First are, base, you're up a little bit. Oh, those are good it. seats, right? And real good seats. You got seats.
0: cover the entire time? The entire time. And that makes a huge difference.
1: 20 degrees, I would honestly say on a day like today, 20 degrees. Yeah, because when you're sitting there and you're sweating it out, it, it is, it can be rough. There's nothing fun about sticking to a chair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in, in public, just like <laughs> if any part of your skin is exposed and you're just like, you're like velcroing off of it, that's never a good look. And you got to go walk up those stairs and your shorts are like stuck
0: to you. Oh, it's the worst. And you're trying to like get them off as you're, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a whole
1: deal, man. But it has been I fun. I like that. That's a good, uh, Good tip. It is a good little tip. And it has been fun to go to I, I, there's people that you, you miss. You know, like there's just people you see at the games. Like there's the guy who wears the full uniform. Do you remember the Kansas City game we were at one time a couple of years back and there were dudes behind us like down to the cleats? Oh, yeah. With, like eye them. black on. It's right. like, Well what are you doing up here if you're if you're that connected? Right. I uh, we had a guy behind us who was yelling down in front way too quickly. Oh my gosh. Just second inning, you know, bottom of the first even. There's a guy like finding his seat. And he's like, "Down in front." Down in front. It's like, "Okay, let him let him. He's got nachos in his hand. He's not like standing, you know, during the whole game. He's just trying to get seated. Quiet and back. <laughs> right. Quiet, calm down.
0: Down in front. Don't you love people are like so proud. This this is what this is what you say here. <laughs> just. You don't say, "Excuse me" or "Can't see" or "Get out." You say "Down in front." <laughs>
1: Simple. It took me, so, the kids.
0: took me so long as a kid to like compute that, what that meant. Because you'd hear that down yeah. in front. Like, what? And then you start turning around. And you're like, down, what does that mean? <laughs> are we under attack? And then people are looking at you. Yeah. Like, why are you staring at me? <laughs> Sit down. I can't see. Oh, I thought that you said down in front. what I, I didn't understand that. I've never heard that used before. It's like... Ship language. Like when you go really on a boat is. and they're like, you got to go yeah. on the. A-
1: I told you to be port side. Port- I don't I was know that say. That. Porter. What is it? Port side? Port and- side. And broadside? Mm-hmm. I think that. I, I know one I of know. those it's is correct. Kind of that. Port side and the other side? I just looked up boat sides and it's uh, Isaac's. <laughs>
0: it's Isaac from the Love Boat Sideburns. <laughs> aft?
1: Is aft something? It's, uh, yeah, sure. There's the bow. Oh, starboard. There's the stern. There's starboard. There's starboard and the Holy Ghost. The bow, the stern, the starboard, and there's got to be port, right? We might have made that whole one up. I don't know. It's like stage right, stage left. Would you ever own a boat? No, I don't Maybe think so. Maybe put it in your pool? No? Maybe take it out to the local? I'm not a big, uh, in, uh, agua. No? no. <laughs> you can't even say the <laughs> word, huh?
0: I like, um, drinking water, fresh mm-hmm. water. Not a big fan of, um aquatic sports. Really? I mean, I like, I like, you know, cooling off in the pool. Yeah. I'm probably not going to go out on a boat. Okay. Why? Where am I going? Why not? Around the lake. Around what lake? What are you talking Any about? Any lake. I don't know. Wherever the boat you is. to get lost. <laughs> where are
1: you going to park it? Where, right right where are you going to get the you gas? Started? You go to the gas
0: station. How do you get it out there? Where
1: do you put it in the winter? You, you just never mind. I'm so sorry. I didn't no mean. way. I'm ever doing the boat. <laughs> I don't think I would ever own one, but I think it's a, it's a very fun thing to do, though. But even you wouldn't you don't even like going out on a boat. My buddy had, my buddy had a boat. Uh, his
0: family they had a pontoon boat up in Michigan, a uh, little lake up there, Paw Paw Lake. Mm-hmm. Great. Loved it. But it's a lot of maintenance. Yeah. Um, we went out, had a day, and then like, we had to put the boat covers on, the boat seat covers on.
1: It's <laughs> just like, a lot of work.
0: It was a, Dude, you know how hard it is to put boat seat covers on? Yes. If, you don't, if they're not labeled and you don't know what direction they're going in.
1: <laughs> Which one's starboard? Yeah, it was uh,
0: not fun. It's just too much to maintain. How often do you go on a boat? Like every summer? Uh, dude, I'm I'm in the playpen every weekend. I always go up uh, off of Oak Street Beach. I have a little jet ski. I,
1: <laughs> I love this
0: troll story. out and I just hang out but in, in the playpen.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Is that what they call it? That's what they call that That's area. so creepy. That like
0: alcove oh, off of uh, like the S-curve uh, for Lakeshore Drive. Okay, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they call that the playpen.
1: That's so creepy, isn't, isn't that? it? That's a weird name for it. What do you gave? So. Is this the aquatic version of the Viagra Triangle? <laughs> the playpen? <laughs> this is a playpen.
0: Is is that where you bring your toys? <laughs> when when people refer to like their luxuries as their toys. Gotta have my toys. Gotta, Gotta. have my toys. Oh yeah, do you? How about a
1: fucking jack in the face? <laughs> you, how about <laughs> <laughs> one of those? How about that? Pat, uh, we need to talk about uh, a subject we talked about a couple weeks ago. The UFO news continues. Did we break that story? I think we broke the story. That, we, that I saw in 60 Minutes? Well, here's the thing, though. <laughs> no one watches 60 Minutes, right? So I think we broke the story to our audience. We're like, hey, you should start watching this little program on the TV. You think the Brimley audience is larger than 60- 60 <laughs> No, I just don't. Who would watch both? There
0: is a uh, a crossover there with Sixty Minutes and Brimley's because people that watch Sixty Minutes definitely know who Wilfred Brimley is. Who, who Brimley. Dude, I had I was in Raleigh this weekend mm-hmm. and I got some people after the Brimley's. I love it, really. Like, I was waiting for that experiment, that experience coming out after you know not doing live shows. Had some brims out in Raleigh. It was awesome. That's the best feeling. And I was uh, plugging the podcast, too, so we might have some new listeners. Awesome. Welcome to the new the, brims. Uh, from the Research Triangle region. Is that what they call it? The Research
1: Triangle? That's what they call it. It's much it.
0: better than ours here. That's what it says when you land <laughs> <laughs> at the airport. I was making fun of them all weekend. Welcome to the Research Region Triangle. Like, what are we doing, homework? <laughs> stupid. Like stupid. You, you land there, and they. I'm like, sorry, I left my clipboard and lab coat <laughs> in Chicago. Can I... Can I work with you? Can can we share
1: a clipboard? All right. Here we are landing here in math class. Why don't you go ahead and get out? The time is whatever the sundial tells you. Saying the triangle
0: is has three points. Raleigh Durham, that's two. That's right. Yeah. Have, have you researched that? What's the third one? They say it's Chapel Hill.
1: Hmm, okay.
0: See that? Which I don't even know. I can't, I can't even picture the triangle.
1: Aren't they more known for basketball than research, I feel like, in that area? Isn't That's that more I... of a basketball triangle? Dude, I told them,
0: embrace what you're known for. Tobacco Town. Yeah. Cigarette City. That's it, baby.
1: Let's go. Maybe they should modernize <laughs> they that. The... It's a dying industry, right? <laughs> they got the, the research triangle region. <laughs> <laughs> That's great
0: no, dude, I loved it, though. Raleigh is a great town, and uh club was great. Good nights. And uh, this is funny. This As it happened, I'm like, oh, I got to tell Jim on the podcast, I got to share this with the Brims. Can't wait. So I'm having breakfast in Raleigh at this place called the Flying Biscuit. I love that already. Right? Good stuff? Great stuff. All right. I ended up eating there twice. a boy. I'll find a spot. I had-
1: Hang out there? I
0: ate there twice. I ate this this other place, this uh, David's Dumplings place. Okay. I ate there three times. Wow. Every dinner I had there. Four right across from the hotel. Asian, so fresh, so good, dude. It was so good. Yeah? I'm telling you. It was excellent. Um, so anyway. Flying biscuit. Flying biscuit. Having breakfast. And I'm seated right next to the NC State men's basketball. What? Staff and players. Now, turns out I think they were recruits. Okay. But at the time, you know, I th- thought they were players. Um, so we're not breaking news here, but the staff, uh-huh. right? So I'm sitting there and I'm having breakfast and finishing up. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna invite them. I mean, come on! I got it. Invite- this is the head coach of NC State, yeah, Kevin Keats, yeah. So I I went over and introduced myself and invited them all to the show. You know, so I'm gonna be at Good Nights, and he's like, oh man, so nice to meet you. We'll try and come tonight. He's like, but you should come and. Hang out at the facility today. Come watch practice. Come watch workout. What? I'm like, I would love that. So sure enough, he uh, reached out that day, and I went over there. I wasn't staying far from their facility at okay. all. They're doing, like, summer workouts. Got to watch the NC State squad.
1: That's incredible. You're met part of the, the Wolf Pack?
0: Met the, met the staff. They were so nice. I mean, it was unbelievable, dude. Really? It was very
1: cool. Just randomly. Just walked up to him, told them who you are. Invite them to the show.
0: Yeah, and then a few people came out to the show that work for the for wow. the school for the team, and uh, it was cool. Yeah, it was nice, and they're um,
1: they were just so welcoming. It was like kind of insane, right? What did you? I mean, were you barking out? You know, you're like, hey, work on them your free some, throws. Showed them some drills. It's <laughs> like
0: you guys never heard of the three man weave? <laughs> Come on. I was like, you know, sometimes if you're in a rush, you could play pig.
1: of a horse.
0: I mean, just give them tips. Yeah, that's great, man. Work on the left hand. Sure, said that. Right, you know, quoted Hoosiers a few times. Good. Just you know, just said you know, move, keep moving. Yeah, good. Good hand up. Yell shot, box out. So you guys box out here. (laughs)
1: It's box out.
0: Like we haven't learned that
1: yet. We're recruits. Okay.
0: I mean, it's, it's hilarious to see how much the game has evolved. Like their drills that they were running, they're like complicated. There's three basketballs. There's two guys involved that aren't even doing the drills. They're just really? getting basketballs and putting them in the pipeline. You know, they just, it's just continuing. A, just like an keep assembly line and the balls, like they, they hardly ever hit the floor. Efficiency. It's so efficient. Wow. They get so many shots up. They're allowed. They were telling me, um, I don't forget how many hours it was, maybe four hours a week just to work out. They're not. There's no instruction going on. There's okay. no real coaching. They're just doing drills and, and getting in shape. Um, but, you know, you do see what it takes. Like, these programs, these top programs, they're not going home. No. Not for long. And they got to – I mean, these kids have school as well at some point. And they're all taking classes. You know, they're taking classes down there, and they're uh, doing these, these workouts. That's awesome. But it's, like, so hard to tell. Like, I'm, like, trying to figure out – like, when we were – Growing up, like you go to a college game and you saw him like shooting before the game, you know layup yeah. lines. You'd be like, that dude doesn't That's, play. Yeah, that guy doesn't play. <laughs> right. Yeah, that guy's probably their best player. That you know, here's their. It was like trying to, to determine who the starting five was, or top. And I asked him, I'm like, who do you know your five? He's like, I got about you know eight or nine, and you know we we run a we rotate them in and out, and you know everyone is uh, you know. It's a different game. He's kind of really saying the the uh European style, you know, stretch out the bigs, face yeah. the, face the basket. Right. Shoot, Everyone's stretch. facing the basket. Everyone's shooting like it wasn't like bigs come down here and we're doing post drills. Right. Everybody was dribbling. Everybody was doing the passing drills.
1: Everyone was doing the same exact stuff. Wow. Everyone was shooting threes. Did he have you like give an inspirational speech or anything to the team? Did you No. Did you talk about about your days at Marist on the squad? I did. You're your Uh, high school? I said, any brims here? Any uh, guys? (laughs) You're like, you know, Michael Jordan didn't make his high school team. (laughs) That's the biggest crock, by the way, isn't it? The biggest crock that was uh, that got out of control. Like Michael, th- that's that always tale. been the Michael Jordan. Did no Michael Jordan as a sophomore did not make varsity. Right, right. This wasn't like Michael Jordan like wasn't good enough to play basketball in high school, which is how it always sounded to people. You're like, oh, all right. Well, hey, you could start late and become the greatest basketball player in history. Yeah, he was still on JV. Right, he still played. Right, you can meet Bugs Bunny one day if you jump in here at some point and try. I just love that someone like held on to that at some point. Wait, 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 wait a minute!
0: You got cut? It's well, so I'm great. not really cut. I still played. No, no, no. We can use. We can use this. This is great. To the presses. <laughs> no doubt. I watched something the other night that made me think of you, uh, just because it's
1: like boring and I can't informative. Wait this. this is so stupid. Thank you. What is? I don't know. It was just hurtful. Go ahead. Why is it hurtful? Uh, Something made me think (laughs) of you because it was boring and
0: informative. Everything I watched, dude, you're not feeling that? I mean, I call you and it's like, do we even talk? I'll talk to you on when we record it. That's it. So then I see these things. I'm like, this is worth mentioning. Okay. I'm sorry. Because I'm watching it with Sarah and Sarah was interested in it. Okay. And the fact that she
1: was interested in it. Was like okay. This might have legs. Yeah, but I think the Brimleys might be with me on this one. You said I thought of you when I was watching this because it was boring and informative. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's what I share with you. I understand on the podcast. that now. I'm just saying the connotation, the way you said it didn't feel that way up front but go ahead give it to me what you you're watch just ready to pounce today i really you're am. a little bit on edge am i are you fatigued i, I might are be you? a little bit is this is this our first fight i'm tie tie. this is on not our podcast? first fight wait a minute we fought on the podcast before How'd you you no no i don't think so are you crabby i don't think we're fighting at all i want it but what was it what are did you, you want? grumpy i'm not grumpy i'll fight you <laughs> I'm, not, I'm about to get grumpy you are i am what did you watch, Patrick? I'm just
0: picturing you living in, in a, a garbage can right now, like the Grouch. <laughs> <You're> grouchy, <laughs> still not able to do a
1: front dive, <laughs> just belly flopping. Um, now I can't remember what I was. You watched talking something about. That, I'm just that was boring. And concerned about our relationship, I think it's, I
0: feel like our podcast is falling apart. It's fine. No, is this it? Do you want to? Are we having it out right now? I'm not. Take your take your SD card. I will get the hell out of here. This is your SD card. It is, but I need the adapter back. <laughs> So what I was watching was on the history channel. It's called Titans or the Titans. And it's it was interesting, dude. It's like all the major like um, businessmen that built our country that were like not necessarily built it, but, you know, very yeah. involved in uh, Henry Rockefellers,
1: the Fords, DuPont,
0: DuPont, who I didn't really realize. Like he got into GM. And
1: okay. that,
0: so this whole story, I didn't even know Henry Ford. Was like you know up and running. Then he had uh, they had Ford airplanes that went south. Really? They flew all. They probably Is that a were good poised. Place for to go. They were kind of poised to be probably like the biggest airline in the states. They had oh. they had gotten this uh, big airmail contract because the first mass plane use other than military was for mail. And then they were like, let's put people on here too. Oh yeah, because they were so it was dangerous to fly right at, at first. It was just. Worth watching. It's pretty cool. But I didn't realize like Chrysler was a dude. Oh, really? Walter Chrysler worked at DuPont or at GM and DuPont like bought GM. Okay. And then Chrysler didn't want to work for him. This dude, Chrysler is very interesting.
1: Really? Why don't we know about him?
0: Because I think he was like trying in the most earnest way to just be great at doing, you know, Being a car maker, and these other guys were more business titans.
1: Okay, his thing was the cars. There were he wanted to just he wanted to. So this is Walter Chrysler.
0: Yeah. So then they they're battling not only to make cars, but then the skyscrapers. Dupont is involved with the Empire State Building. Wow. And the Chrysler Building is going up at around the same time, and they're trying to build the tallest building. So it's like I'm thinking like Facebook and Google. Having a, a build, building a, fight right literally now. Literally a
1: dick measuring contest, basically. Yeah. Like I can, mine's bigger. Just building the highest skyscraper possible. But all these guys that like, you know their names, but
0: the like Boeing, Walter Boeing. I don't know what's that's his first name, but it's like you know.
1: I'm gonna assume they're all Walter Mike, until they tell me otherwise. Mike Boeing. Mike Boeing. Joe Isuzu. <laughs> Remember Joe Isuzu? That dude was the best. That was a great commercial. It was the
0: best. And that's really right off of that, right? Well, you, come on. We had Henry Ford. Yeah. You got Walter
1: Chrysler. This is <laughs> Joe Isuzu. That's so- awesome.
0: Was that, uh, would that fly today? Maybe not, right? I think it might. That guy was funny. He was in like uh,
1: some 80s sitcoms. I feel like he was the neighbor on Empty Nest. Am I wrong about that? You are not wrong oh, about man. that. You are not wrong about like, that. Like, I remember watching it. During we are friends again, oh my god, this happened quickly. (laughs) This is why I like it. Oh, you're fine. What was his name? Um, what was his name? I forget, man. Let's find out. So then
0: it's like you know, it goes into that, and then you're watching that channel, and then the next show comes on, and it was about fast food and like the history of uh, I didn't know this at all. The the chicken McNugget, dude, the chicken McNugget, like save McDonald's, they were struggling. Burger King, Burger King came out with a chicken sandwich. And it was Barry and McDonald's, and then they went on this quest to develop the McNugget. Wow. And the McNugget changed everything. Do you know that the McNugget has deliberate shapes and that there are four of them? I did not know this, and I wanted to bring this up to you. No. There are four shapes to the chicken McNuggets. Let me
1: think of what they are.
0: I didn't know this at all. Are they Missouri? Uh, No, Missouri's (laughs) not one. They're not (laughs) states. Okay. But they they talk about the dipping. Mm Mm-hmm. They were looking for one sauce, and they presented them all to Ray Kroc, and he was like, "I want all four of them." Wow! And how like much of a game changer that was! I you love could that, like, like change the meal every time you go there, you know. Change I love experience. that you're watching
1: TV shows about this. And Ray Kroc was like, "I want barbecue and sweet and sour." Write it up.
0: This is what I love. It occupies my mind. It's the best. Keeps me from. Getting pissed off watching other stuff.
1: For sure.
0: Right? It's just like consumes time and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of weird, space. right? But it's, but hey, it's am also like,
1: oh, that did change everything. Okay, so. You know why I'm watching that show? So I can talk about it. <laughs> I with love you. it. You. Yeah.
0: And we can be friends. Yeah. I'm talking about because I want to connect. I want to say something interesting am to I you. Am I the grumpy one? That is how we should What's have conversations. I agree. Do
1: you have anything interesting to say? I do. Joe Isuzu's real name. Might be one of my favorite names of all time. I had forgotten all about this guy. I'm Hot Dogger. Sure. Whoa, like... whoa, whoa, whoa. Hot because okay. I might want to try and guess it. All right. Um, statue Suit is the first thing that comes to mind. Statue Suit. I could go totally different routes here. I could go. Um... Is, is his name Liberty? <laughs> no. Uh, um, Duchovny Suit. David Leisure Nicely yes. done. Yes, David Leisure. I was gonna go uh, suit Larry as the final character. Do you remember that game, Leisure Suit Larry? No, I don't know if I remember no, that. No, it was like a porno computer game. I think that's what we thought we we're gonna do in summer oh, school. Really? We're like, are we gonna play Leisure Suit Larry? It was basically the dude who hangs out the Regal Beagle trying to smash all the time during like in like an eighties computer game. It was really weird. Larry? But, Leisure suit Larry. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Um, David Leisure was that dude's name who was awesome in the 80s. What a yeah. like stereotypical kind of swarmy, cool guy, like perfect for those roles. He was. What else was he in? Who was in Empty Nest? I forgot about that I show. I forget the guy's name. He kind of looked like, uh, I mean, he was just a uh, white-haired
0: so that show was no kids, right? So that's why I didn't come yeah. on us. I, that's obviously what they meant by empty nest. Sure. So that was just for uh, for people that were, you know, a couple that just raised a family.
1: And I spent a lot of time to, with my grandparents, Pat, and they loved Golden Girls and Empty Nest back-to-back on the old NBC. Oh, a blockbuster night? Mm-hmm. Just, just hanging out. Tear one. it off? A little father-dowling
0: mystery in The <laughs> Murder She Wrote? Who solved these murders? How about a priest and old lady? That's, that's who's going to solve it. It's Sunday. Effort. Guys, it's Sunday, all right? The cops are off tonight. We're handing everything off. Crockett and Tubbs are at
1: home God. with their gumads. They got a boat. They got a boat. They're on the they're on the boat. Putting uh, seat covers on. Uh Robert Mulligan was the the lead actor in uh I should have hot dogged that. Robert Mulligan played Burt Campbell in uh, Empty Nest. Who was in that? Here's the thing. I said his name was Robert Mulligan, but I actually need a Mulligan because it's actually Richard Mulligan. Richard Mulligan was in Empty Nest. He was the lead character of Empty Nest. He was like the poor man's Leslie Nielsen in my eyes. Is that yes. a good-
0: What else was he in? Was he, was he a in monster?
1: A he kind of has those big brows. He, he looks like- You can totally picture him. He was in a, a show with a kid too.
0: Yes. What was he in with the kid? I he don't know. A... Not Maybe...
1: Empty Nest because they were out of the house. <laughs> Maybe it was a-, a... soap. Was it? He was the protective husband of Catherine Damon's character in Soap. And then he was in Empty Nest. Everybody knows this guy's face when you Absolutely. see it. Absolutely. Oh, he was in a TV miniseries of Lincoln, which is exactly where you've seen him. I don't know anything <laughs> about this miniseries, but I can 100%. Oh, and he was in The Heavenly Kid. That's what I'm thinking of, I think. Yes. Do you remember his character name? There was a character in there named Rafferty. That's who it is.
0: And there was a character in there named Bobby. Oh, really? Because you... I was growing up with Bobby Rafferty at the time, and we watched that movie, and we were like, what? <laughs> There's a Bobby and a There's Rafferty? There's a Bobby and a Rafferty in this movie? Yeah. That was like a, um, a kid died and came back, right?
1: Yeah, I don't remember all of it, but I remember it was like-
0: Yeah, I remember that, dude. That was a good movie at the time. I wonder if that holds up at all.
1: I would guess not. You would guess that. I guess most 80s movies don't hold up great, right? Like, just something about them. Whether it's undertones of today or just, like, terrible animation, you know? Ghosts in 80s movies weren't great. But they'd always, like, have that scene where they just, like, walk through a wall or something, you know? And just disappear. You see their outline and it's gone. That's yeah, that was a big move of a ghost in the 80s. And they
0: would be good at, like, you know, by not showing something. Just building suspense and building... um
1: but yeah, a lot of this stuff does not does not hold up. Does not translate great. Pat, I want to circle back on one more thing from last week. Because in the uh, description of the episode, we asked the Brimley's to talk a little bit. Because you asked on the podcast, what are some food apps that you should get? So in the description, we asked some Brimley's for, uh, for some different food apps that they recommend. And uh, I heard from a couple. First of all, I heard from a couple people who have the Chipotle app. And uh, so they were very... Uh, they were very sympathetic to what happened to me and the crisis that I was embroiled Is in. Is the Chipotle caper case closed? Most, For the most part, yeah. They, uh, I, I can't get back into the app yet, but that's okay. Did we Father haven't... Dowling sal- solve it? <laughs> Angela Lansbury took care of it while she was on a train.
0: You think Father Dowling was ever notified about the uh, <laughs> the bodies they found at the the Catholic orphanage in Canada? Or the... <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else, but oh. that's fine. All the things that have gone on in the Catholic Church. <laughs> that He's like, just, what? Hey, f- w- Where was Father Dowling on the old? He's uh... <laughs> like, oh, I'm solving this
1: over here. Look at me I'm on CBS.
0: Yeah, the, um, oh, I never even told you what the McDonald's Nuggets size. What are the shapes? shapes were. See how curious you were? You're all over the you place. You don't even indeed. care about this show, do you? What are the shapes? That's how mad you are. I'm not even mad. When we are back to, your, get back to your issues. You know, I drove some, by something the other day, and it made me think of you. It was boring. know. <laughs> No, I did see. I hate this so much. I did see. You saw too. We just drove down on Cicero. Did you see on that um, the gardening store, Fazels? It says, uh, gardening is cheaper than therapy and you get tomatoes. <laughs> no. It's like, come on, Fazels. It's cute. I get it. But are you come after people that are not therapy. Okay. Right. <laughs> be nice. Fazels, no copay. What? The people that are in therapy are probably more likely to be gardeners. Right? Right. Hey, you shitting on? All right, so the shapes are, Jim. A bell. I could see that. A
1: bow tie. Ooh, okay. A ball. A ball? There's a round nugget I'm unaware of? And a boot. It's interesting. It is interesting, and I still don't see it. No. I mean, they're all kind of vague. That's why I chose Missouri. You know, I, I knew it was kind <laughs> of like a weird, not like parallel in any way, just kind of a amorphous shape. I was going against uh, inky, Blinky. <laughs> Uh, Dot and Clyde. I was gonna guess were the four shapes that they well were. Well done. By. Is that their names? I think some of them for sure. Clyde, definitely. Yeah. Inky. I think so. Um, that's good. That's interesting. So a Nugget sold for a hundred thousand dollars this week in an auction because it was shaped like a character in like a, a new video game that's out. What? It was like the it was like the modern version of like Jesus in a tortilla. And it was a chicken nugget? Yeah, it was a McDonald's chicken nugget from a game called Among Us that sold for like $100,000 at an auction this week. Really? It was just shaped like the character of it.
0: I've been talking about the chicken McNuggets the whole show. You <laughs> know. The whole episode. Isn't that crazy?
1: He just dropped it in there Boom. Like, Had the story <laughs> at the ready. <laughs> Do you have anything interesting to say, Jim? There's one. You're killing it. Ah. Bringing it. <laughs> You're the heat wave, Jim. That is You're, me. Your
0: attitude, your anger- <laughs>
1: Even mad. Is the
0: heat wave? Why? You can see the steam coming out of the oh, headphones I'm right so now. So mad at Faisal's. I'm just mad about everything. You know what I need to do, and I was going to ask you about this too. Is I need to send the head coach at NC State a thank you note, right? Like that's the move. That's a great move. And I was going to ask you, like, are you into thank you notes? I love receiving them because I'm trying to teach Elliot. You talk about. You guys and you and Lori making your own cards. Elliot is sending some thank you notes out right now that have his picture on the front, which is arrogant, right? A little A bit. Like, hey. What are you going to do? Look at me. I'm the man. Open this up. See went, what I got to say for you. Went to Walgreens. Didn't see any cards with me on them. <laughs> so I made my own. Here you go. Thank you. Thanks for the cash. But he's not as, um, you know, excited about writing the thank you cards <laughs> see that part. as we are about
1: have you been helping them with the thank you card notes or, or is that a mom job? Um,
0: Sarah's been helping lead okay. in. I, I helped with the, um, you know, who do we have to write them to? Sure. And what did we get from the people? Okay. But Sarah's been leading the charge, definitely.
1: What we got from the people, does that like... She'll dictate it a lot. Like the note, is the note like longer for people who sent more? What does that have to do with the process?
0: It's. It, I think it has a lot to do with what...
1: His blood sugar
0: level is okay. at the time that he sits down to that do makes it. Sense.
1: I mean, I don't even know. I got a very nice thank but, you note from Elliot that ended with, "Also, you're funnier than my dad." So that's why I assumed that Sarah oh, might have got, been involved. I got, got a great oh, one. Okay, so I got I a great one. Made my day. I should say thank you. I should write him a thank you note for. No, no, thank no. You note. It stops there. Come on, I want to thank someone for a thank you. Jim.
0: A lot of thanking goes too far, but that was nice. I I forgot that he
1: sent you one. Very nice note. Oh, very good. I don't know where they dug your address out of. Good question. Was it hand delivered? It was not. So are you going to write a thank you
0: note? Yeah, I'm going to write one. Yeah, I have to get that done, right? What's your move? Stay in touch.
1: Do you have to get a card with a picture of you on the front first? Yeah, I'm going to get one made. Okay. I got some nice shots
0: of me with the Wolfpack. They gave me a nice shirt, Wolfpack shirt. They really? Yeah. That's awesome. me, man. They rolled out the... Talk about Southern hospitality. I felt it this
1: weekend in the Research Triangle region. They got nothing else to do. They got a guest in. It's like, it's this or more homework. Come on. (laughs) Screw science. Let's go make this guy feel welcome. Exactly. They have big news down there in Tobacco Road. Coach K is going to retire.
0: That's a big deal to you, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's the end of an era, right? Yeah. I love Coach K.
1: Did you guys talk about the fact that you've met Coach K? No, 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 no. no. Okay. I didn't know if you brought that up to him. His last name is Keats. Right. So I think he wants to go by Coach K. The new Coach K? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh He's like... Yeah, the get new that one camp. out of here. We got a new one coming. New sheriff in town.
0: It does make me a uh, complete, complete change on how I feel towards NC State. I'm going to root for them now. You?
1: How do you not? You have a T-shirt and everything. Right. I do want to kind of get back to what I was saying, though, is that people did try and uh, – and, and I, I realize I oh. cut you off with the nuggets, so I apologize for that. But people did reach out with uh, some apps um, – Uh, Izzy reached out and said, agrees with you in a lot of things about interaction, but the Starbucks app is where it's at to be able to go in and just get your coffee and get out while my poor saps of the world, the Pat McGanns, (laughs) are sitting there trying to make conversation and get to know each other. You just breeze in, get your cup of joe, and skedaddle. So she's in agreement with you because that's the one that you swear by, right? that's true. That's 100% correct. I have a question. Does,
0: Mm -hmm. do they like block that out at the airport because I don't see a lot of people like just mosey on in the, at the airport, Starbucks. I've always wondered and about just that. just grab one and, and roll.
1: I've always wondered about that because that, that is a mess of a... I've never had... I don't think I've ever had Starbucks at an airport because it's like I have seven hours to kill. Dude, I went to a Starbucks this morning
0: at in the Research Triangle at the airport and I was like, I'm going to wait in line, right? Which I will do occasionally because mm-hmm. sometimes I'll see the line and be like... No way. I have to go sit and stare at my phone. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like now tricking myself in that I need to wait. I need to experience that.
1: (laughs) It's ridiculous. Right? We did that already. What do you mean? Like we waited. Now we have apps where we don't have to wait. Right. I know. I'm just saying,
0: slow down, stand in line. I have a flight. That what am I doing there? Yeah. I'm gonna go sit at the gate. I'll just stand here, okay, and be patient and remember what that's like. Do you do you talk to other people in line? No, I almost did today because um, it was I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe. So the airport Starbucks was you know against the wall, and then they had like people lined up, but it wasn't deep enough store. So then they had the line in like the middle of the concourse, okay. So you had to wait in that line and then move into the next line, move into the store. OK, so then you, there's like and it was like, you know, self-police, too. So you never really knew. But it worked very well. It was a good system and um, it wasn't as bad, as, as bad as it looked. It's never as bad as it looks.
1: OK, I always think that, like, there are pilots and, and stuff waiting in line that are that, like they look agitated and you can't leave without them. Right, I feel like I'm gonna order, and you know they're gonna be like calling me over the intercom. I'm be I'm gonna be that guy now running through the airport with a Starbucks in my hand, holding everybody up.
0: Yeah, but it's um, yeah, yeah. I think you always have more time than you think you do too. Maybe not, but it worked out today. I got the um, I was delayed for a couple hours. Really? Because they didn't have enough rest. The crew. The weather was fine. But it was I guess they came in late last night. Were they tight were they grumpy? They were they were a little tight. They prepared me for this. Okay, so good. I know how to talk to talk <laughs> to you. Show you my patience. But I I was like I'm fucking tired too. Yeah, would love to stay.
1: Would <laughs> love to <laughs> sleep in a little bit. That'd be great. Hey, we're gonna be two hours late today. Uh you to sleep in? I mean, if you got if they
0: were when that flight's delayed, do you think those pilots are like? <laughs> Like let's crash. We gotta get these <laughs> extra two hours sleep. I probably like, dude. We're not going out to eight forty five now. So mm-hmm. meet me downstairs. Let's party. You ever see a uh, flight? The movie with Denzel?
1: No, but that's the one where he's like little little drinky. Oh, big time! Just complete animal. Yeah, party, party animal. But like lands a, but, a yeah. flight safely, right?
0: I mean, he saves lives probably. Okay. Yeah, but um, it's awesome. Uh, I don't know if you have a chance to look it up, but the sock puppets of Flight. When Seth MacFarlane hosted the Oscars, he did a sock puppets (laughs) quick recap of this the scene in Flight. It's so funny. (laughs) That's awesome. Excellent. Uh, All right. So Starbucks app. What's the other
1: app? Is there another Uh, one? People have been swearing by some sort of like food delivery. Do you guys do like a Grubhub or a DoorDash? Sarah handles all that. So you are. That's the other thing here is like a lot of these apps you're unaware of. You just outsource. You kind of, there are some things that they're, they're in the family. You guys use them. You're just not responsible for that. Yeah, I don't really do it. And I, I, I should, it, like those would be good to have on the road, right? Mm-hmm.
0: I actually was talking about it with a comic this weekend. Um, they used a DoorDash or an Uber Eats. Yeah, I, I shouldn't get one of those. Not a bad little move at all. Yeah, I got to step up my app game. I was—I um, got a message from a brim dude. We have to welcome another another baby. What to the Brimley family? Move out the way, Blair. You're not the newest brim. Yeah, my um, my buddy Tommy Barry—they had a baby, Mora. Also, just kidding, Blair. So welcome,
1: Mora. Welcome,
0: Mora. That's C- awesome. Congratulations to Tommy and Kathy Barry. I got a nice note from them. They listened to the podcast, and again, meeting the Brims in Raleigh was awesome.
1: And uh we're growing this thing. That's great, man. I was in Wabash. I
0: believe
1: we can fly. <laughs> you were in Wabash? I was in Wabash, Indiana over the weekend, home of Michael Palasek. Um love like Michael a, Palasek. Like a celebrity out there by the way. Oh, you dropping his They're name? Like you, you know do you know Michael Palasek? I'm like, "No, I'm. we texted a couple times today cuz he knows I'm here." <laughs> like, no, but they, they he is uh he is a celebrity there. But I was there. Uh no brims, just uh random weird like no brims or anything, but just like uh, uh, around people who were j- it was people were just talking to strange. Like there was a guy who just walked into the bathroom, kicked the door open, and was like, "Looks like it's getting busy in here early tonight." Like the random talking in the to bathroom, strangers or in the-, the bathroom is back, and that's the thing I'm not comfortable with. People want to chat, man. Like there have been some nice things out of this, where like you don't get the random guy who just like yells to a bathroom, and and first of all, it was like a huge bathroom. There's like three people in there. So this guy is just doing a bit to do a bit. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no like, place is busy early. We're like, no, it's not. Also, don't talk to me. This is a strange place for it. You didn't take the bait? I did not. Just kind of, <laughs> <laughs> and just kept, don't even look, even make <laughs> eye contact. How long is the drive to Wabash? Wabash is about three hours and 15 minutes. Not bad. Not terrible at all. So I stopped. Last night on the way back, and it was kind of, you ever have those areas where your phone keeps changing back and forth the time on you? You're like oh, straddling yeah. the, the time zone change, right? Um, so I'm in some small city, central Indiana, keeps going back and forth. And uh, so I'd stopped at a, at a gas station, and I'm talking to the person who works there, and I go, quick question for you. Are we on central time or eastern time here? She just kind of stops and just goes, <sighs> and just stared at me just stared at me 15 20 seconds. And I go, "What time is it right now?" And she goes, "10:50." I go, "Thank you." And I just left. Laugh. Wow. <laughs> it was just like it wasn't it was just the the staring into my soul that bothered me so much. So some of
0: it is they don't change their clock, right? There's part of Indiana that doesn't change.
1: Correct. And so because so of that,
0: they're, sometimes they're on Eastern and sometimes, sometimes they're on they're on Central. She doesn't know what time of year that is.
1: That's a good point. That's probably what it is.
0: So in sp- warm times, <laughs> warm
1: times, right? In the warms, in bright times, mm-hmm. when daytime bright, when daytime lots bright, sun. Mm-hmm. Now they're Eastern. Mm-hmm. When you're at the pool, they're Eastern, and then when winter is coming, okay. cold times. Yeah, they go back to Central. That makes sense. That's a that's a good explanation for what happened. I was stunned. I just thought I thought I asked a question that she had never heard before. You've been pissed off ever since. I really haven't. <laughs> Fine. That's what I don't get about this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a theme, dude. Just playing around. That's that's what we do here, right? Hey, speaking of themes.
1: We tie it all together. That's what we do. All right. Hey, this week I'm gonna be at the Elm in Lagrange, Illinois on Thursday with our friends at all that good stuff. I uh, just picked up a quick little spot there. If there's any tickets left, grab them. And then I will be in Crete, Illinois on Friday. I don't really know much about it yet. That show, The Elm, was fun that we did a Great
0: little show. bit ago. Where are you at? I am going to be... We're kicking off the uh, Nobody Does This tour. Oh, yeah. Are you guys in LaGrange too? Back with Sebastian Saturday. No, we're not in LaGrange. We're in Nashville. What? At the Ryman, the oh. old Grand Opry. We got two shows there and then into Knoxville Sunday. All this Sebastian stuff is about to take off. So it should be cool. Um, we got uh, we got Tease the Chic. I reached out to the people with the Chic documentary, and I think
1: we might, uh, something's brewing there. Something's awesome. brewing. So let's get some updates next week. If you haven't watched it, check out that documentary on uh, Amazon Prime. And we'd love to interact with you
0: guys. Make sure you review, send us some notes. We just love to hear from our brims. I hope everyone has a great week. We love you, brims. Stay cool.